Welcome brides, grooms, and couples to our Apple Brides podcast. I am Carrie, and alongside of me is my wonderful husband, Dor. Hello. Hello. And in our podcast, we have open conversations with local vendors and wedding specialists with topics that will help you and inspire you to plan efficiently for your wedding day. We believe wedding vendors are creatives by nature, and today's guest is really an artist. We are looking forward to having a flower preservation specialist, Rebecca McShane with Petite Pansy from Hayden, Idaho. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Excited to have you. Thank you for having me here. Oh, you're welcome. So the Apple Brides podcast is coming to you from Spokane, located in beautiful Inland Northwest in Washington State and next to Idaho, which we think to which we like to think is the perfect place for a perfect wedding. From mountaintop wedding venues to orchards, farms, waterfronts, wineries, and historic venues, there's something for every style. So welcome to the podcast. We're super excited to have yeah, you. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, introduce yourself. Let's let's hear all about Rebecca McShane. Okay. Well, um, I am a wife and mother from uh, Northern Idaho, and I started my business um, about two years ago. Um, I had just, I've always been into art, um, very artistic. I actually wanted to go into animation when I was in oh. high school. Um, so this is very different. <laughs> Very, <laughs> very hands-on. Yeah, not as animated. Yeah, and it yeah. ends up static work. Yes. <laughs> um, but during the pandemic, um, I just and and being a new mom, I wanted a creative outlet, and I just kind of randomly started pressing flowers from my own garden, um, and I got the idea like maybe I could start an Etsy shop. And, you know, maybe someone would want to buy this. Um, and so I started that and it was doing decently. Um, but then a friend of mine had reached out and said, hey, could you preserve my mom's wedding bouquet? She's getting married. And that was like very nerve wracking. <laughs> um, I've never done anything like that before. Um, but I went for it and that kind of like started everything. Um, That's super cool. Just and then being on social media, people seeing that kind of just took off from there. When you started your Etsy shop, though, did you do like special orders or did you already have the final? The final piece. You already had the final yeah. piece done mm -hmm. and then you sold that. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So this is a little different. Yeah. yeah. It was and more nerve wracking. I mm -hmm. didn't have those high stakes of right. potentially ruining someone's bouquet when I first started out, but it all came out perfect. That's <laughs> Thank good. Goodness. <laughs> uh, so like with that though, can you, I mean, if you have a mistake or something doesn't work out, can you always reorder like a flower that would work and press that in for late, like later in the piece? For or? a bridal bouquet. Yeah. Um, if the bride is okay with something like that, um, or even if um, I get a bouquet that's like a week late, um, sometimes some of the flowers might already have wilted or they're just not mm -hmm. going to be good to press. Um, in those cases, I'll definitely reach out to a bride and say, hey, you know, send a picture. This is what they look like. Would you want me to replace them? Are you okay foregoing them? And that's totally up to them. But that's definitely an option. Huh. Cool. Is there anything sadder than saying goodbye to your wilting wedding floral? <laughs> <laughs> um saying goodbye to the finished pieces from me, sending them off to the bride when they're done. I think that's kind of sad. I bet. Because um, you kind of grow attached 
Oh, no yeah, pun yeah. intended. But um, <laughs> <laughs> do most brides though want their like a traditional of what their bouquet look like? Do they want that kind of image on the when you press it and put it in the frame? Yeah, every bride is different. Some people say like, "Hey, I want this to look similar to the layout that my bouquet was." Um, and I always take photos and videos for mm-hmm. reference. Um, some brides say, hey, I like something more abstract. It really. Cool. Yeah. It really depends on that person's style. And I try to. Do they often put happen. a photo in with it? Are they ever done that? No. Uh, well, okay. Not in a frame. I have had someone, um, actually two brides have um, like a wedding photo or an engagement photo put into the resin and then poured with the flowers around it. That can come out really Whoa. pretty. How does yeah. that work? Like a, a photo with resin? Um, Secret sauce. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just like a, you know, the typical Polaroid type photo. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Um, not anything paper. But yeah, gotcha. just, it goes right in there and it doesn't, That's it doesn't cool. like dissolve or any melt or anything that you might think. Huh. So, That's yeah. pretty cool. So you have the molds and everything to make it. You you personally are making the the um, resin photos and with flowers in it and things like that. Correct. Yes. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It smells good in your basement. <laughs> Got to have good ventilation yeah. down there. That's true. It, and where keep PPE. it dry. And that's hard in a is it in a basement? So mm-hmm. it'll be hard to keep it dry. Yeah, and the fumes dry. from the. Um, right like I said yeah Yeah. I have ventilation down there I wear PPE gotta wear a mask Um. all right well we want to give a shout out to our spotlight vendor for making this episode possible and I think we can all agree cake makes everything better so that's where nothing bunt cakes comes in and nothing bunt cakes they handcraft cakes as unique as you from engagement parties and bridal showers to your wedding day they have a cake for every occasion Choose from a variety of cake sizes, from their bite-sized buntinis, miniature buntlets, 8-inch and 10-inch bunt cakes, and tiered bunt cakes. You do not want a cookie-cutter wedding, so Nothing Bunt Cakes has a variety of decorations for you to select from to make each bunt cake your very own. They will take care of the dessert at all special occasions leading up to your big day. So check out nothingbuntcakes.com and select Spokane, Washington on the upper right-hand corner of their website or give them a call at 509-535-4864. Thank you again to Spokane's locally owned Nothing Bunt Cakes for being a part of our growing Apple Brides vendor community. Okay, so tell us the basics of preserving flowers. What's the what's the fundamental basics? What are what are you looking for? Um, well, the sooner a bride can get her flowers to me or their chosen preservation artist, the better. Um, you're going to get, you know, not as wilted flowers, browning. Um, they're just going to come out better 100%. Um, and so that's that's definitely the first thing you want to look for. Um, so booking ahead is always good. Get, you know, your spot reserved. Um, and then from there, depending on what they choose, if they're having their bouquet pressed into a frame um you know you're you're pressing them that takes you know it really depends on the flower but Mm -hmm. usually um a month or more um and then if it's going into resin um you're putting that into silica and that it again depends on 
the type of flower. Um, but that could take about a month or so as wow. well. Mm -hmm. And then from there, um, designing. So in general, it can take a couple months. So oh, wow. when you, you were talking about like customers from or brides from like New York city, mm -hmm. right? Or New Correct. York. Yes. Um, how would they ship that to you or do they ship that to you? The yes, flowers? They do. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's always good to try to choose overnight if possible, as soon as, you know, your yeah. event is over, um, or one to two day shipping. Um, yep. They just, I mean, I always send out very specific instructions on how to ship on it. how to ship, but yeah, so they're just putting it in a box and sending it through UPS. Um, <laughs> you cool. you want to wrap the stems in a white paper towel and then that in a plastic bag and <laughs> add some filler so it doesn't get bounced around. And yeah, you just ship it. And well, that's really cool. Yeah. So this yeah. is something like a family member would be mm -hmm. um, fallen told to do. Yep. Sometimes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And overnight shipping for... Um, a flower bouquet can't be too much. No. 30 bucks maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Easy investment. It, right. And it does depend too. Some brides like to have their bridesmaids bouquets preserved as well. So depending on how many bouquets they send as well. So you talked about um, scheduling. So let's say a couple's getting married on June 1st mm -hmm. um, and they're, they're how far into the planning process should they get you involved? I think that um, a bride should be looking to book when they're booking their other vendors. Okay. Think of you, think of a preservation artist the same as you would mm -hmm. like your florist gotcha. and try to book ahead. Um, I know some artists that are already booking into 2024. So, and I mean, working with fresh flowers, you can only take on so many. Yeah. Um, so, so, so what's the time frame look like? Like, let's say June 1st is wedding day and then June 2nd, the flowers are being shipped to you. Mm -hmm. um, what's that? It's a couple months before like the flowers can even sometimes be done, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Usually it takes around a month um, for them to fully dry, depending on the flowers. How long um, would a succulent take to dry? <laughs> longer <laughs> <for sure. laughs> or orchids I've, I've worked with orchids oh before, yeah and those Word. can take time and then trying to be on it and really check and make sure you're because those would definitely brown really yeah. quickly so huh. yeah so for doing orchid like orchid work that you've done do you have some of that examples on your website um yeah i think on my instagram page i do okay have cool some. Mm -hmm. We'll make sure to link that up and we'll get that at the end awesome. too. Yeah. yeah. And the orchids are really popular right now. I think tropical bouquets seem to be kind of popular having tropical type flowers, mm -hmm. monstera leaves and such. So those are definitely like a high moisture foliage or flower to have in a bouquet. So once you um, like use resin, does that stop sometimes? I mean, can you be done sooner because it kind of is a seal that seals it oh absolutely it not oh okay. yeah yeah uh, no, that you'll definitely get like um if you if you were to pour resin over a not fully dried flower it'll for sure turn it, it'll like wilt in there like it'll continue its process yeah exactly it doesn't stop you'd think it would just like yeah enclose and that's it but no it it'll definitely 
brown <laughs> or even blacken the flower. God, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the one I did, I was telling you about before the podcast, um, it literally molded on the wall after I had finished it. So, yeah, I didn't let it sit long enough. Or was it finished? Always go to Rebecca. She's definitely the professional. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit too, but I just to clarify, the scene in our living room when we were trying to dry flowers, press flowers, it was hilarious. I literally brought in every brick from behind the shed to put on top of books. <laughs> The living room looked like a little garden. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and actually I use books as well. Um, and I have some handmade presses um, that my dad has helped me with. Um, those are always going to get you the yeah, fl those flattest results. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. But That's books awesome. definitely work if you want to dabble at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that leads right into the next little topic here is like I noticed online there's a ton of DIY preservation ideas and things like that. And the first two minutes of glancing at it, I'm like, this is a lot of work. <laughs> so like what advantages is there to having your expertise involved in, in the preservation process? Like I know they're all advantages. That's a hundred percent guaranteed, but do tell. Um, I would just definitely say that the experience that I've put into the work um, trial and error is, you know, no offense. But, <laughs> oh no! But, but your first it's time, my first time doing exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. And so you don't know that the same type of rose from the same bouquet could press totally different from each other. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You could press them exactly the same in the same press, and one could turn brown, and the other could be fine. So it's. You just, you never know. I just think that definitely go and give it a try. I, you know, I, I do see the expense, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of brides can be hesitant because it, it can be pricey to have them preserved. But I think that's what you're paying for is you're not taking that risk that it could go badly for you. You know, if it, if it were to go bad and maybe I'm asking this for myself, <laughs> um can we i mean is it possible to work with a florist um and get those same flowers mm -hmm. and then you able to do it again exactly okay. yep i've actually i actually have a bouquet right now that i'm working on that's a recreation okay oh, cool. um, mm -hmm. and she's actually it's pretty cool because she's like oh it doesn't have to even be exactly the same flowers it's right. the same type of flowers same the colors, same concept. same looks yeah. yeah exactly but some brides might want those same types of flowers, but recreation is actually quite popular. Okay. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you could take a photo from 20 years ago and recreate a bouquet and it is a flat lay. Exactly. Whoa. Yep. That's pretty cool. So Rebecca, how do you would deliver a piece like that to somebody if they were here locally? I hand deliver it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Obviously if they're in another state, I ship it, but yeah, yeah I always like to be face to face with them and yeah. See pick reaction. up the bouquet yeah. and I go and deliver it. Yeah. That's nice. So what's that like when you hand it off to, is it like tears? Is it? Well, I usually have it wrapped. So, oh, they don't, okay. but I do share on if they have a, like uh, Instagram or social media, I ask their permission, you know, is it okay if I share it or you want to be surprised? I think 
I've only had one bride that was like, I want to be surprised. <laughs> usually <laughs> they can can't wait. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they usually see it ahead of time and the process. And if they do, they do want to approve like the layout. Um, so before it goes in a frame, I will do a design layout. I'll say, do you like this? And oh, cool. Again, they, I don't, I think I've had one bride say, oh, I'd like something a little different, but usually they love it. And I just proceed from there. So they've definitely seen it, but I think it's still probably, I would imagine they'd be, you know, a little emotional yeah, <laughs> seeing yeah, it for after, sure. you know, yeah. That's cool. So, um, I know on your website, there's a multitude of options on how to mm -hmm. present these in a, in a artful way. And I definitely encourage anyone listening to this, go check out the, the website and we'll, at the end of the show, we'll make sure that we get it from um, straight from the artist herself, but <laughs> this, this is an art. Like when I, what I went and saw on your website blew my mind. Oh, I didn't you. know there was that much that went into it. Mm -hmm. And then also the, the ways it can be done. I noticed you had resin, there's wax, there's framed shadow box. What does wax look yeah. like? What is that? Um, I, I've put um, flowers on like candles before, but I've never actually worked Ooh. too much with. Oh, for weddings. You haven't worked with weddings? No, not wedding with uh, wax. Gotcha. That would be more for like um, centerpieces or something like that mm -hmm. for fun. Yeah, art, I think art so. For fun. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So do you sell that on your Etsy shop too? Like uh, the Well, wax everything going on with Etsy right now. I don't know if you've heard with the whole banking situation, it's but a, I don't have like Etsy open right now, but. Um, oh, really? I'm trying to get my website more, add everything there, right. kind of be more independent, not rely on, on yeah. Etsy, but, oh, yeah. um, but yeah. And honestly, anyone can send me an email or DM me on Instagram. And I try really hard to like get a bride, what they're looking for. Um, so if, if somebody has a request on a shape or size or whatever. How cool for like an anniversary though, to put your flowers, like if you're having an anniversary party, like for 25th, do other years? That would be kind of cool to do your, your, your uh, wedding flowers in a candle. Oh yeah. That'd yeah. Be and cool. have that at, at your wedding party. For sure. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know if you'd want to burn it. <laughs> it depends if you're sentimental or not, I guess. Well, if, if you did the actual flat lay with the bouquet, you could mm -hmm. order the similar flowers have them pressed at the same time and then put those in candles yeah, or something. Yeah, you definitely could. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay, That's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Because you put it on the outside of the yes. candle? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Pretty cool. Yeah. It, anyone listening to this, seriously, check out the website. It, there's so many ideas. And I, it, just talking about it here is my mind's opening up to ways you could include the guests or, or the like the wedding party into how, the, the flowers of the day. It, it'd be yes, super cool. Exactly. Yeah. And honestly, not even just brides. I've done memorial bouquets as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, from funerals. Oh, that's a good idea. Baby showers, like you said, anniversaries, birthdays. Some people, I've had one person just had a bouquet her husband gave her that she loved. And she's like, I just want this in a frame because I love it so much. And it was just because. So it doesn't have to just be right. even weddings. Huh. Wow. Cool. If there's flowers involved in a special exactly. day, yep. <laughs> exactly. get it preserved. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> with a preservation artist. Do you work with uh, specific florists in the region? Um, yes. I, I really took the time to reach out to as many florists as I could when mm -hmm. I was first getting started. Um, and 
really creating a relationship. Um, and at this point now they've seen my work, um, and I trust them and they trust me to be able to refer each other. Um, and yeah, there's quite a few florists in the area that I would definitely, um, recommend. So how does that work for, I mean, do you often work with them in a project like that? Um, usually like, well, right now at this point, um, it's a bride right. that goes to the florist and says, oh, do you do, or do you know gotcha, someone gotcha. who can preserve? Yes, I do. Yes. And yeah. I say, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Or again, Instagram's an amazing, oh, yeah. amazing tool yep. to use to, to reach clients. Mm -hmm. So perfect. Yeah. Actually, this just brings up the whole point here of you being here is Lily Garland was on our podcast mm -hmm. a few episodes ago and she brought up that uh, we, we, I think we had one question about flower preservation because I was trying to catch her off guard. She said, oh, I know a person. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Lily. I know. Thank you, Lily. <laughs> I'm here because of you. <laughs> and that was an equally fun episode. We, it was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. I did listen to that one. Yeah. It was very informative too. It was. Very yeah. informative. Yeah. I think there's a, it's interesting. Every vendor has a different outlook on their craft mm -hmm. and the information that comes just from what you know, you know, you maybe even consider boring is so helpful. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's super cool. For sure. So talk to us about the day of. So bouquets are going to be out in the sun, the day, the, the elements. What, what are some pre-planning ideas for the, um, the day? Like so, maybe giving yeah. instruction to a bride mm -hmm. on how to keep her flowers at the best condition for that. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, <laughs> it's interesting in one way because you want them to enjoy that bouquet, you know, they're mm -hmm. going to be dancing with it and mm -hmm. flinging it around and petals are going to go flying. But, um, you know, one option I've seen is even, um, having a smaller separate bouquet created for like to toss or to have for the mm -hmm. rest of the night, if you're for sure going to go with the preservation route, because you're going to ensure that that bouquet is going to look the best mm -hmm. that it's going to look. Um, but other than that, I would say just try to keep it hydrated. Um, and especially after the, your event, um, some brides will keep it in the refrigerator. That's kind of cold for flowers, but it's better than if it's a really hot day and keeping it. Really? Out. Do brides ever use their bouquet after the ceremony, after pictures? I don't think they usually have it on them, but maybe they Yeah, do. again, like I, I have seen some brides okay. in videos like dancing with their bouquet with oh. or, you know, when they toss that's it back. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. I, but I haven't, I've yet to receive a bouquet that looked like it had been through something. Through so. a party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think every wedding I've ever attended or photographed, it was, um, it was a, a, a separate bouquet for the toss, mm -hmm. a smaller, exactly. like a smaller one. Yeah, exactly. Like that, a little yeah. like, right. What about like if, if a bride has already decided when they hired the florist that they're going to have a preservation artist mm -hmm. do it. And now that's happening. Would you advise to order extra flowers of the same kind to ship with it so that you have extra to work with? Or is that just like you could get it at the local florist? florist? Um, it really depends on the bride. Um, and also the size of their order. 
um, you know, I have a bride coming up that's ordering a 30 by 40 frame, oh, which is super quite that's huge. Awesome. And she's like, I want something big. big. And I'm like, it's kind of cool to have a stand extra piece like that. Exactly. Yeah. It's oh. going to be a lot of fun. But for that, you know, I'm like, definitely you're going to want to send extra flowers that. Um, so I think looking ahead, planning ahead is definitely key. Um, doing your research as well, seeing if there's an artist out there. A lot of preservation artists do accept you know, bouquets from out of state. Um, I only recently started taking them from out of state because um, it is kind of nerve wracking. Like, oh my mm -hmm. goodness, what if it doesn't arrive, you know, as it should, but it's totally fine. But, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, do your research, see if there's an artist that speaks to you that you like um, or that offers what you, that you like pressed or just resin and um, book ahead. Yeah. Get on their their list and um, figure out what exactly you want. And um, yeah. And if you need to order extra flowers, you'll know. Yeah. That's a good point. Like um, being prepared in advance for um, the preservation because you, you only get one chance at it. Mm -hmm. The florist got one chance to take the flowers and make it a bouquet. Mm -hmm. You only get one chance to take that bouquet apart and dry mm -hmm. it. And there's only a small window of time before they're dead. Oh, well, I mean, they are theoretically they're already <laughs> dead. There's so much pretty. though, really. It's all the same flowers within the wedding. When you think about it, they mm -hmm. kind of have that same, what do you call it? Look. Yeah. Design. Throughout the whole mm -hmm. wedding. So a lot of times you probably could, if you were shipping something, put in extra from whatever it was. Oh yeah, that's true. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. an option. Just rob grandma's boutonniere. <laughs> Do they wear a boot and a corsage? A corsage, yes. yes. Grandma's corsage. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, that's good information. And I would have never, ever considered all of that as a even a, a, a thought process. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm a flower geek. I am dad. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, we, we were talking about it beforehand that we'll try and preserve them. Um, so it wasn't like it was a mute conversation. Mm-hmm. But now hearing all those things that they ha that we should think about yeah. makes it very fascinating. Yeah. And I do still get a lot of brides, like even the day after their wedding. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it's fine. It'll, it'll still work out. Um, and if you want to add more flowers, we can always make that work. Um, but just working with what you have, a, a good size bouquet can get you, you know, an 11 by 14 frame or, or larger plus some add-ons like coasters, ring dishes, what have you. Cool. So, I mean, even just your bouquet will still get you, assuming it's in good condition and the flowers dry properly then. Have you done anything for boutonnieres? Like I have. Some mm -hmm. of the girls? Yeah. So I've done um, a frame where it's just the boutonniere. It's kind of cool looking, especially if you have um, all this negative space. I, I usually do floating frames. So it's glass on both yes, sides. I like that. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of cool with just the boot near sitting there yeah. and then you've got the, the glass around it. Um, and I've also had brides just say, can you add the boot near in with my flowers when you do it? So it's kind of like in one. Have you ever done special. like a dish with the, it would be kind of cool. Doyle has a, um, his boot near from 25 years ago. 
It still looks yellow. It's like a, that's a brown yellow. I should have brought it I today. don't like dead flowers, so I throw them away. Uh. But I threw all my stuff Um But just thinking it'd be kind of cool to have like a dish for wallet, like a mm-hmm. kind Ooh, of like yeah, a plate cool. dish, like for the men, like, you know, like your like wallet. Like a catch-all or, or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be yep. super and cool. And I, I do do um, trays, resin cool. trays. Um but yeah, that's a good idea for for like a gift for the groom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and actually that you mentioned that you can totally work with boutonnieres or bouquets that have been dried for really? twenty years. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not hired. you can't always press them. It depends right. on how long it's been. Um, but for sure, you can put it in resin. It'll do just fine. That's cool. cool. It's still wrapped in the green, the tape. Oh, the floral tape. The floral tape. Yeah. It's amazing. I opened the box. You know how you clean out your husband's yeah. nightstand drawer? Wait, you've been in my nightstand? <laughs> and I opened up the box and there's the old boutonniere Aww. and then the garter belt. That's back in the day. We had our little garter belt, right? That's I what it's called. Garter, not garter belt. Called? It's a garter. Garter belt? Yeah, wow. I believe so. It's like, that's kind of sweet. You hang on to it. Oh, I, yeah. I feel like, you remember when the guys, I don't know how long you've been. On the rearview mirror. <laughs> it happened. That was the thing. I, I was there. They'd I always it. put that on the rearview mirror. <laughs> Taking it off of their teeth or something. Yeah. <laughs> in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Hi, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. oh, my. Yeah. yeah funny. That was a real custom back then. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that done no, since it's already. No, it's not. It's not a tradition that anybody follows anymore. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Keeps things less awkward. I probably find yes. it inappropriate. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I was into it. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're a guy. I, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit about what a bride should expect for a final result. Like, is it okay to have brown flowers after this is done? Uh, not from me. Awesome. Uh, I, <laughs> that's not going to pass my No brown my flowers. Checklist, right? That is a t-shirt. Yeah. No brown flowers. <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, I think that you're going to receive a real piece of artwork. Um, depending if you have the frame or a resin block, it's going to be something um, beautiful. No brown flowers. It's going to be fully dried. It's going to be designed to your specific liking, if that's something that that bride chooses. Um, and yeah, it's it's just going to it's be something cool. that yeah. they can look back on. And I I I love the idea of beautiful just art pieces, mm-hmm. and that's what you're getting. And it's sentimental as well, um, and it's totally unique to that Function- bride. Functional art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True that. Yeah. Yeah. And I even have a pair of bookends that I do um, that are resin. Um, and so that's, like you said, what functional a great art. thing to pass on to your kids no or, kidding. you know, to family. I think that's just such a cool, cool thing to, yeah. to have. Yep. And with care, it'll last generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. So, what would you share with other brides? any bride about their flowers that they may not have thought of? Well, I have actually had brides reach out and ask me my opinion on, like, you know, they knew that they wanted to do preservation. I, I guess first and foremost, I'd say always go with what you want, that we can always make it work. 
Um, but it's your special day. Um, presumably it's going to happen one time in your life, yeah. but have the flowers you really want, you know? Um, but I think that, um, I think having a variety of color, a variety of textures and sizes really can change the way a framed piece, for instance, will look versus having an all white rose bouquet pressed. And that's beautiful. And again, if you have a black wall or a <laughs> <laughs> colored wall, yeah. yeah. Colored wall. And again, that's that if that's what that bride wants. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's totally fine. But if they are thinking about preservation, having smaller flowers, larger flowers, different types of greenery, different colors. Do they often keep the ribbon? I mean, will they often put the ribbon in there? Do they often I have haven't that? had any brides okay. um, request that. That is an option, you know, okay. that I, or their wedding invitation, having that framed mm -hmm. as well. Um, oh, yeah. Cool. That's cool. Um, so... What I was hearing is, if you're thinking about preserving your flowers, it may change the way you think about your bouquet day of. For sure. Because like um, when Lily was here and Rosenblossom, Terry was here from Rosenblossom, bo both of them were very adamant about having a consultation and helping them through the process by photos on Pinterest. Um, would there be any value for a... to? take that to the next level for thinking the end game of what this living piece of art is going to look like later. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I get it. The, the bouquet and stuff is going to be in all the photos it has to work, but is there some direction you could offer the florist to advise the bride or vice versa, the bride to the florist about how to make that work better for the preservation? Right. Um, I've never personally like had a one-on-one -on -one with a, with a florist and gotcha. said, Hey, you should put this in or something. I think that that's like, I guess I respect that art. I do think yeah, creating totally. bouquets is not an easy thing to do. Um, and I, I do respect them for that. Um, and so I, I've never reached out and said, Hey, put this in, or could you leave this out or something? Like I said, I'll always make it work no matter what they have in cool. their bouquet. Um, but you bring up Pinterest. I think going out and looking at different types of flowers or, you know, what it might look like preserved. And they can always show that to their florist, say, this is what I'm, what I want my end result to look like. And so I want a bouquet that would reflect that. It's always a good thing that they could um, research ahead of time, just like they would the bouquet or a venue yeah. or anything else. You only else. think of like the bouquet is all they would research for. I mm -hmm. never thought about them doing that for for the actual preservation of it. Yeah, that's cool. I know I when I looked, when I was researching um, the art of preservation, uh, I did go on Pinterest and look around and I was mind blown. Like there's thousands and thousands of <laughs> ideas and posts out there. Yes, So there is. essentially you could do whatever a, a bride wanted. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, really the sky's the limit. Yeah. I mean, everything presses. It just depends on... Well, except for pine cones. <laughs> Sometimes people have pine cones. Oh, I, oh, have no. a, I have a feeling you'll find a way. <laughs> Maybe someday. I mean, they can go in the resin, of course, but yeah. not oh, in the yeah. frame. But <laughs> do you supply the frames? Too? Yes, I do. I'm okay. actually working on um, making my own frames as well. Oh, yeah. Um, I do um, soldering. So I get the glass 
and we'll solder metal frames. And then, like I said, I'm I'm working towards making my own wooden frame. So there'll be a variety of stain color, whatever they choose or sizes. And it'll just be if I can do it or not. So <laughs> I have a feeling you will. I think I will. Yeah. <laughs> but I, right now you do supply the frames yes. and you recommend supplying the frames rather than going out and buying a frame. Oh yeah. I don't, okay. I've never asked a bride to supply a frame. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, something else to consider is like UV glass to protect the oh, yeah. flowers coloring more so than if you just have regular glass in there, then they're, and keeping them out of direct sunlight. Um, that's going to be keeping your flowers, you know, keeping the color longer. Treat it like art. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So the sentimental value of wedding day flowers seems extremely priceless at this point after our conversation so far. So would you consider your service something to budget for or is it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you're thinking ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would definitely budget for it. If, it, if you're a sentimental person and you want to hang on to something like that, um, I would definitely budget for that. Nice. Are you okay giving an average yeah. price? Oh yeah. Um, so like my smallest frames are eight by 10. Um, because really, like, even if you have roses, that's only going to fit just mm-hmm. a One, few, two. three, mm-hmm. maybe. If you really, I try not to like, some some artists will really put, pack them in there. But I, I like the beauty of the negative space as well. Mm-hmm. But um, so that's like 275. Um, and I can do like an 11 by 14. That's 375. And, but again, if there's something like that had the bride come to me that wants the 30 by 40, that's going to be significant priced, Mm -hmm. you know, almost $800. Um, and I do do payment plans. So I know like a lot of brides worry about that. Um, and so that's something I do offer because I do realize it's, it's pricey. Yeah. But again, think of it as a completely unique piece of art no one's gonna have that and it's sentimental yeah it'd just be like if you invested in a painting Mm -hmm. by an you know an an original painting by an artist it's it's i think of it on that level sure you're putting the time and effort and the sentiment into an original piece of art yeah Yeah. and it's personal too yeah it's super cool yeah and and honestly i'm not shocked at the pricing Mm -hmm. yeah that's it's awesome (laughs) <laughs> maybe i should raise them no i'm kidding ah. <laughs> i'm a marketer first, first thing i ever tell someone when they tell me the price is when are you raising that that's funny bring it up <laughs> <laughs> um don't worry brides i got you yeah <laughs> they're not gonna raise right now <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> I gotta get you've got website. 24 hours yeah. to book <laughs> <laughs> So what do couples say is the best part about having wedded their wedding flowers later on? Like, have you heard from a bride a couple years later, anything to that effect? Um, not a couple of years later, just usually when they receive it, they're just very, you know, they'll be emotional and say thank you, that they just love it and that it's something that they can look back on. And it's always right there. It's not like your wedding album or your video or your dress that's kind of something you have to pull out, right? Right. It's in the closet. It's constantly the there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And what a great conversation piece too. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
and again, like a, a memorial piece, like those, mm -hmm. those are even more touching, I feel, than even mm -hmm. a bridal bouquet sometimes um, yeah. because that's their loved one and they have it right I've there. I've never thought about that. I didn't either. That's really neat. Hmm. I think my mom saved some flowers from my grandpa's funeral and pressed them and made bookmarks. Cute. I'm going to have to ask her about that. Yeah. Anyway, now that you mention it, mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa, that is actually very smart. That's, yeah, bookmarks is actually kind of how I got into resin, doing resin bookmarks so with flowers. You so. can make resin bookmarks. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I didn't see that on the website. Apparently, I'll be scoping that out. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to crash your website. <laughs> But I do have brides that will add on a bookmark um, or like one bride recently had for her son. She took the boutonniere flowers to put into a, a bookmark for him. I oh, thought that's that was cool. cute. If you're a reader. Yeah. Read? I'm a dad. <laughs> I dog ear all my pages. Oh. That's my. I, I have a library of books that I've listened to. <laughs> <laughs> If the pictures aren't big enough, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Any tips for keeping the final product in the best condition for generations to come? We talked about mm -hmm. UV protection. Yep. On the you frames. can get UV glass um, on the frames. Is there um, anything else you can? It definitely uh, keep both resin pieces and framed pieces out of direct light. Um, a lot of people want to take their resin pieces and put it right in a windowsill. And it's going to yellow your resin. It's okay. going to change the color of the flowers. So while it's really beautiful, it's not going to last, you know, very long. Um, don't put your frames in a bathroom where moisture or steam can get up in between the glass panes and mold your flowers, essentially ruin your flowers. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, you can just gently dust them, keep dust away, but that's it really just out of sunlight and out of high moisture areas. Have you ever tried doing it in like ceramics, like pressing flowers in ceramics? I haven't. I'm trying to do quality over quantity of gotcha. different Smart. things that I offer. Um, I just want to really focus on what, what mm -hmm. you're good at. And getting, I try to get a little, you can't do perfect. Yeah. It's never going to be perfect, right. but I try to get as close to perfect as, as I can. Um, so yeah, that is something I actually, at the beginning of the year, like was my mantra kind of like quality over quantity because it's so fun. Like, I don't know if you've ever looked at different types of mm -hmm. resin. There's molds for everything. I, you could have, you could put flowers in anything. So for me, I just trying to like, scale back a little and just do really good work on select amount of pieces. Gotcha. Um, I was on, Insta I think it was Instagram and really inspired by some of the plates that someone was making and they would press into like a ceramic, like a piece, let's say like several pieces of lavender mm -hmm. and then they watercolored. I have seen ones like that before. That yeah. It's beautiful. Super cool. mm -hmm. It's not the same. Probably not resin. What you do, but... No, no. You, she, it's like pressed, but then you would take the... You take flower, the flowers out after they're pressed in, 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 right? In, or mm -hmm. Impression. Yeah, it's like an impression, and then you watercolor it, and then you have to... What do they do to seal it? It's like a... A glaze. A glaze. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Yeah. Though. 
That would be like a whole. You have to Call get all of that. Start doing that. <laughs> yeah, you have to reverse engineer the whole yeah. piece. Yeah, this is me. This is like pressing flowers. Like, I should do that. It's right? tempting to like. That's what I mean. Is like, I I want to uh, try so many different things, but I'm like, I can't. I gotta like scale back a little yeah. bit. But this, um, like, staying this like artistically inspired. This question here, I'm just kind of thinking, like, like that's kind of what you do, though, is like dab into other things and to I kind do, of get your mind going. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely inspired by just bouquets that I see um, florists posting online, Pinterest, um, other preservation artists, um, and like, believe it or not, like textiles and stuff. Like oh, I love right, color sure. theory and and seeing different colors together, mm -hmm. textures together. Um, I was even inspired. <laughs> I was going through this like it's called milk tea, and you can look it up on Pinterest. But it's like these beautiful teas that are like brightly colored, like a foam on top, and then they put dried flowers, and it's very like aesthetically pleasing looking. And so even just something like that, like what's I was it really called again? Milk tea. Milk like tea. Milk tea. Like, and so even like that, like I was inspired by just like the colors um, and I love to buy bouquets that or order bouquets from florists for my own yeah, fun and like gotcha. I dry them and then I just do things like just to play around and I get inspired just doing that alone is just, I, don't, I just, I love the layout process and the design process is like my favorite part of the job is just seeing it all come together and seeing the colors mm -hmm. and like I said, the variety of whatever types of flowers are, you know, in the bouquet. Right. And you probably get often get brides um, or couples that have like a certain, I mean, it's just like different ideas and different um, unique flowers that you haven't put together before, which can mm -hmm. kind of cause you to. Yeah. I mean, you if know, you think about inspired. how many flowers are out right. there in the world and, and um, I think, you know, I can't speak necessarily on the trend of bouquets. I'm not a florist, but like, you know, wildflower bouquets. Um, there's a lot mm. of smaller farms out there that are even doing wedding bouquets, like home or homegrown bouquets, I think is really beautiful and special as well. And so not just having like red roses or white roses right. or whatever, like, you know, having just... So Terry uh, from Rose and Blossoms was on and she spoke about like baby's breath kind of coming back in. What's that like for, do you really have to even press that? <laughs> like, or does it kinda... always bleed? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you really like? don't have to do much to baby's breath. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's pretty easy. And a lot of greenery actually is really easy too. And those, for instance, I just let dry. stick in a book. Like eucalyptus. You don't really have to do a lot because it does dry. If fine it's, on it's going own. in resin, then you can just leave it gotcha. laying out or not laying out because it'll flatten on one side. But um, but if it is going pressed in a frame, you definitely still have to. Breath, how do you press, press that it. without it shattering? Oh, it just. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. Oh. It's so easy. It's probably one of the easiest oh. that you can press and it just dries so quickly and easily and it's really easy cool yeah but hmm. yeah it, it's interesting because 
like I said um, previously, like I'm still getting flowers that I've never pressed before, had in a bouquet before. I recently got sunflowers and oh, that's I had thick. never done it. It is thick, but I was really, uh, <laughs> I was like, I really should have slept with them next to my bedside table. That's how like on it I was, <laughs> you know, I was checking like multiple times a day. Um, but I just put them in the press and they're, they're, I, they're on my Instagram page. You can see okay. them. I'll have to but, check it out. Yeah. Do you often leave the stem? Do you take the stem off? Yes. With all your flowers or with some of them you keep them Some on, of or? them I keep, uh, depending to, um, I don't really, well, Okay, I was going to say I don't think about layout until after, but that's not necessarily true. Like there's some like stock um, flowers that I will leave if, you know, I want height or something or like the baby's breath, mm -hmm. you would obviously just leave that. Right. Um, but majority, I, they're, they're flattened, pressed, and then it's just like they're all open for yeah. the majority of yeah. the flowers that I do. Cool. Yeah. Favorite all-time flower ever. To press or just just in, in general? Oh, and hydrangea. Then, ah, what nice. hydrangea? Hydrangeas, oh. they're my favorite. Even to press. Yeah, what's your favorite, favorite to press? press? Um, spray roses, believe it or not, and they're okay. the little yes. smaller roses. Mm -hmm. They're so fun, and they're do you so open them colors. up a little more when you do press them, or do you? Just I leave do. Them? Okay. Yep. Um, and there's actually kind of like a technique, I guess you would call it, um, where you kind of would open up the petals and you take out the bulk of the middle powers petals and you I just rip Miranda's. them out yeah and then you can just open them up press them and they're beautiful that's super cool i we did i did that with uh our daughters the one i pressed all the flowers i pressed um that was kind of a new thing for me when i looked it up on how to do that yeah obviously i didn't know how to do it but yeah and there's actually um uh, you can microwave flowers as well. Oh, I don't know if you cool. knew that. No, you can either put them right in a book or there's little kind of mini presses you can buy that will go in the microwave. And so for like large roses. Just drive out quicker? It does. And so you can get the process kind of started with that. And I've done that with, I don't do that with all my flowers, but there are sometimes there's like really thick petaled roses. So if you kind of put them in the microwave for like 15 seconds. Um, and it kind of starts that process, but your husband comes in to warm up his leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a, I have a preservation microwave. <laughs> That's That's funny. Funny. <laughs> I don't want the flowers smelling like leftovers no. or something, <laughs> popcorn or something. <laughs> no. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what, your, what was the favorite? Oh, small roses for uh, the spray for roses, spray roses, mm -hmm, probably for pressing. How about like wildflowers? Is it, you mentioned that a little bit. So mm -hmm. you're camping, hiking memory, mm -hmm. kids make a bouquet, whatever. That's something you could do too. Absolutely. Yeah. That's like cool. I said, there's really nothing I can think no of limits. that I couldn't press. Other than a pine cone. I'm going to see if I can find something you can't press. When you said you, <laughs> did I go over this? Like how you wax things? Like I don't understand how you would wax. So that. I don't really do that for, I don't really offer that for brides. I've tried okay. it in the past what with my it? own. That would be like if you um, 
like had a candle. Oh yeah, you did talk you about that. Oh my word, seriously. Put them on the outside. Gotcha. But yeah, I guess that's wax. Do, do you yeah. have that on your website? Um, I might have an example. Not necessarily a bridal. I, but, but not for like sale for a yeah. bride to offer yeah. to a bride. Because you, you've got key rings and keychains and things mm -hmm. like that that are on your website right yes. now from your garden and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah and those are super cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I have brides add those on too so that oh, they cool. can have like a piece of their bouquet and then they're carrying it around with them all the time on their keychain. So yeah. that's cute. <laughs> yeah. That's super cool. So is there any advice from your personal experience, your professional experience, your artistic experience that you would share with a, a couple? Um, I think just like I had mentioned earlier, I think firstly doing research, kind of seeing if there's a style or an artist out there that you really like and um, that speaks to you. I think that's really the first step. And then seeing if they are available, booking as far ahead as you can because I think this is, I don't know if it's necessarily a trend, but it's definitely something I'm seeing a lot more people doing or picking up as like as it's a job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, seeing some artists booking into next year already, you just want to be thinking of that if you really are considering it. Um, and then again, you know, if you're thinking of that end result, just kind of do some research, see what kind of flowers or look um, style you would want and think accordingly when you go to get your bouquet created or speak to a florist. Um, I And I think even after the wedding, if, if you think it's too late and it's been you know, the week or even a full week after your wedding, it's not too late to have cool. your bouquet preserved. Because um, a lot of that brown can come off on some of the flowers too. Well, and, and depending, not, like you can pick flower petals yeah. off that have browned or, you know, I've had some bouquet. I, I think my oldest was slightly over a week. Mm -hmm. um, it was like 10 days. Um, and she had a smaller piece created. Um, it was definitely not like a so full bouquet. Yes. So obviously going sooner is better than later, but, but it's not too late to wait. Um, you know, I don't recommend it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's not too late. And then also if you've even had, um, a dried bouquet, um, you know, that can be put into resin or an, even an artificial bouquet can be put in resin or press well, pressed, but you know, mm -hmm. can be arranged into artwork as well oh, so you're gotcha. not limited to just fresh flowers or again an anniversary or something coming up that <laughs> you have two-year-old flowers you can make that work okay. and like i said in some cases you can even rehydrate and press them wow. just depends on how old they are wow so That's it's awesome. never too late good advice yeah. i love that <laughs> 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 it's on it's on record guys it's never too late that's right <laughs> cool well so where can couples and brides find you more information about rebecca mcshane and the petite pansy um on instagram is my biggest thing i would say um at the petite pansy uh, my website www 
thepetitepansy.com. And I'm also on Facebook because I do realize that some people are just, just, just still on Facebook. So This is changing the subject. But how did you get Petite Pansy name? Yeah. What you inspired you? The Petite Pansy. Yeah, I, you know, I kind of like the alliteration of the PP, but um, Pansy was like one of the first flowers I had pressed. Um, that's really all I have. <laughs> that's really all I have about it. So. No, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. We've been literally hyping up about this podcast. It's a cool subject and it's art. And we've, I never once said your name. It's always been, oh, the Petite Pansy podcast is coming. <laughs> you know, I, I get that a lot. You go to like wedding shows or markets, whatever, and, and you go, ah, hi, I'm Rebecca here to set up my table. And it's like, oh, what was your Instagram handle? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's all I know you by. So <laughs> the that's Petite good. Pansy. Yep. <laughs> that's cool. So yeah, go check her out. Um, awesome work. And we'll do our part to make sure to share some of the work you've already done. We'll work with you on that and get something out there so people can find you. Awesome. Thank you. No problem. So you've made it this far. Appreciate you listening. This is exciting. We're going to wrap things up here and and uh, appreciate all the, the listeners out there who've um, gone through all of our podcasts so far. And, and uh, we appreciate it. You, as our listeners, are welcome to request topics and interviews or even ask questions that we can answer, we'll find the right vendor to get that answered for you. Just email us at podcast at applebrides.com. If you're a vendor and interested in getting your business noticed in front of thousands of new brides every year, consider advertising your wedding business on applebrides.com and our other platforms. You can find us on our website, social media, podcast platforms at Apple Brides. All right, that wraps it up. Right on. All right. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. <laughs>